We hold these truths to be self-evident. That all men are created equal and endowed by their creator with certain alienable rights. We have a power! And we've raised a spoiled brat representative government that needs to be taken to the woodshed. Are you satisfied with the government that owns you? There are churches who refuse to allow us to use their facilities to teach. Unspoken or even sometimes spoken rule that religion and politics don't mix. You wouldn't dare speak out against the government or somehow resist. Christians have to be involved in politics. God commands it. Every turn of event through history hinged. One person will stand up upon a single person. And then everybody else will stand. A gym member surrounded by a crowd of supporters was placed in handcuffs. A Tampa Bay pastor has been arrested, sentenced to a week in she jail. She also and tore up a cease and desist letter. We have a posterity waiting for us to say, we will not comply so you will be free. We have a chance to fight without bloodshed. But every time we comply, we establish a future where our children will not have that option. Why do we sit down when all should be standing? And why do we back down? Rise and shine, liberty loving patriots. Welcome to the Chris Ann Hall Daily Journal. Chris Ann Hall here, K R I S A N N E H A L L dot com where we are liberty over security, principle over party, and truth over your favorite personality. Welcome, JC. Howdy. Happy to be in the new studio again. It just makes me happy to be in here. <laughs> I love this. This Clearly. is so awesome. We have lots of space. It looks so fresh. It's exciting, and the people love it. And we're getting great. You guys are just so awesome because you're sharing and we're spreading and we're going and the message is moving. And I just wanted to take a couple seconds out of our time today to say thank you for your support. Now, uh, I want to jump right into our episode today. Uh, just cause we've been talking about this, this propaganda thing. And it's one of those things, JC, you know, this phenomenon, you buy a car and then all of a sudden you never saw your car on the road before and now it's everywhere. And there's certain things that you just simply can't unsee. And that's what, what, what I think happens today when you start realizing and understanding what propaganda is, how it's used and the mechanisms that are used to, to deceive us. And everywhere we look, it's just it's it's a glaring, glaring signal. So I found this article, JC, look at this. Chris Hayes. So Chris Hayes is an MSNBC uh, journalist, right? And he says, Chris Hayes, in this politics article from HuffPost says, Chris Hayes, reveals damning hidden message in Trump's new PAC name. And I was like, what the heck, man? The former president's latest fundraising arm has an awkward abbreviation. And so you read it, look, it's not very long, but I thought this is crazy. They are searching for this. So he noticed something about Donald Trump's new PAC, which the former president is urging supporters to donate to instead of the Republican causes. He explicitly told his supporters not to give money to anyone but him, telling the faithful to donate to his Save America PAC, which is, quote, SAP for short. <laughs> so now it's the hit. That's the hidden message. So you. What exactly is the message? I don't get it. What, what does that mean? Sap, like you're a sap, you're a fool, you're an idiot if you support Donald Trump. No, that's the name of his own pack, though. I know. The secret message is that he's calling himself a sap? Yeah, the secret message is 
that he is a farce. He knows he's a farce. He's actually a con man. And so because Donald Trump knows he's a con man, he's sending out a signal to anybody who donates to him that he is a sap. Now, that's all you get. I mean, it really doesn't go into that, but that's that's does the, it mean sapping money from the other GOP, the other places? Yeah. I mean, Surely he's so not saying he doesn't actually like he never, he explains, never explains what it. the meaning uh -uh. is in the mm -hmm. article. Mm -hmm. So what is the damning message? Like the whole the whole article is he reveals a damning message. Right. That's what I was like. Here's but the, the article headline. contains no message. What is he no saying? No message. <laughs> the the initials stand for sap. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And what? So what's the message? The message is who wrote this? The name is idiot. sap. Okay. And what does that mean? Chris Hayes. At, well, it's by Ed Ma Maza of 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 HuffPost. So Ed, but what what is the point here? It's Chris Hayes who is the one who's talking about the new damning hey, message. Hey, his initial stands for sap. He 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 he. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What does that mean? It means you're a <laughs> you're you're a middle school boy. Or I'm sorry, you're a, not a girl, boy or girl. You're a middle schooler, so I don't gender identify. And that's the extent of your intellectual capacity. Oh, he said sap. Oh, Trump, he said but, right? So I wanted to, Donald I want, Trump's new pack. Mm -hmm. He's urging supporters to donate. He explicit told, explicitly told his supporters not to give money to anyone but him, telling the faithful to donate through his Save America pack. Hey, said on Tuesday, that's sap. For short. Okay. Trump has been engaged in increasingly nasty few GOP organizations over fundraising. Last week, his attorneys even sent a cease and desist letter to the RNC demanding to stop using his name. RNC said it will continue to market Trump, citing his First Amendment right to do so. Trump fired back on Monday, messaged our supporters not to contribute to any cause but his own. No more money for rhinos. They do nothing but hurt the Republican Party, our great voting base. They now, will stop never there lead a second. us to greatness. Stop there a second. Uh, this is this is the other part that I want to talk about, because obviously this headline is propaganda because the article itself doesn't say anything about a hidden a damning, message, hidden, a message. damning hidden message or anything like that. Hayes said there's just but, one court issue. Hates the notion. Wait, wait, wait. I said, hold here. on a second. The, the, the other thing that I wanted to point out here is so this is Trump's statement. No more money for rhinos. They do nothing but hurt the Republican Party and get our great voting base. They will never lead us to greatness. Now, Hayes says that Donald Trump hates the notion of anyone making money off of him and he's not getting and he's not getting cut in. And he calls that a neurosis. OK, here's my point that I wanted to make about this. First off, Donald Trump has an inherent personal property right in himself to say, don't use my name. Look at what down here, what the, what the Republicans, oh wait, what the Republicans say is that they have a first amendment, right. First amendment to right to use Trump's name. No, they don't. Here's the thing. He says, I do not support rhinos and fools and it's not their right to use my likeness or image to raise funds. Right. He, he said, I support the Republican Party, but not yeah. rhinos and fools. Right. So it's not a neurosis where Donald Trump is so arrogant that he wants to make sure that nobody makes money off him but, but him. him. But that's still his uh, his right. Sure. Can you? OK, let me remind you. Wasn't there a lawsuit several years ago between the singing group Hall and Oats and some oat? Right. Meal company? Yeah. Right. Right? H-A-U-L-I-N. Uh-huh. G. Didn't have the G. Yeah. But, they didn't have it. Which is an actual word in the English language. Oh, right. It's not their name. Right. Oats refers to the actual item that the people are selling. Yes. So Hall, H-A-L-L, and Oats, O-A-T-E-S, by the way, not but, even spelled right, the same. Right, not even spelled the same. Says this oatmeal company, this grain selling company, can't say that because it sounds like our name, even though it's not their name. It's not even spelled the same way. And the actual product is what they're calling it. Right. And hauling 
is an actual word in the English language yes. that they clearly can't trademark. Right. An existing word. When it doesn't but even yet spell the court the same said the they were yeah. right and and uh slam the uh the little oatmeal company. The oatmeal company. So, absolutely Donald Trump has a right to prevent someone from using his likeness or image to make money. Because they're not using it as the word Trump, like my king trumps your queen. Right. No, it's Trump referring to him, that person. They use his face. And using and his, his face name. and support but, the Republican Party. They have the right to do whatever they want with his name, his image. He doesn't have the right to do what he wants with his own name and his own image. How ridiculous it is for the Republican (laughs) Party. Right. Yeah, no doubt. How ridiculous it is for the Republican Party to say we have a First Amendment right to use Donald Trump's name. When does a when does a political party have a First Amendment right to do something with somebody else's property? Remember, it's about property, and the property of Donald Trump is Donald Trump's and his name. So I just thought that was interesting that we had that little propaganda message there, you know, the damning hidden message in Trump's new PAC name. Because you and I know 95% of the people don't actually even read past the article. They'll be like, ah, Donald Trump's even putting hidden messages in his name. Well, again, and this is what, this is what classified as a jur- as journalism. Mm-hmm. This is the Huffington Post, right? right? And they want to they want to be legit, and we're not biased, and whatever. And you you got this little infantile moron yes. snickering about juvenile. The, he said sap. Sap. <laughs> he yeah, said he's sap. A, this is, hidden message is I'm a sap. Yeah. Give to the sap. Yeah. Like, come on, doofus. Speaking of censorship, I also found this as we move into today's show. This. This NBC article. So Russia says it's slowing down Twitter to protect citizens from illegal content. Should we have, should we take like an office poll, JC, and see how long it takes for Congress to tell, uh, to, to make that very statement itself? Some variation on that theme is we have to slow down the internet, social media, something to protect you from illegal content right right wingers the right wing the right wing terrorists gab gab will be the target not twitter i was was reading a whole newsweek article you know what is gab and it was all this you know right wing this that i'm I'm gonna take the article and i'm gonna flip it i'm gonna make i'm gonna rewrite it Uh and make it about twitter to demonstrate the bias <laughs> of these hacks. Be interesting if you could somehow paste the two I articles will do it. side by side. So you just simply replace the word gab with Twitter. Yeah. And then I'll, I'll, I'll just put a link because they want you to get permission and all this for reprint. Screw you, Newsweek or whoever you are. Whatever. Oh. So I'm going to I'm going to flip it. I'm going to satire it. Then I'm protected. Because it's free satire, speech. free satire. speech. I can do whatever I want with your article. All right. Here's our, our next article of propaganda twist. Jimmy Carter is disheartened, saddened, and angry by Georgia, Georgia's. Why, what is wrong with journalism these days? And, by and Georgia grammar? restricting voting access. Yeah. It, but, Georgia but not, bill But not soon enough. Yeah. Okay. Here's the thing. Should have been back in the 70s. No, 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 no. You're, you're missing the subtleness here. No, I'm not. The bill is not restricting voter access. The bill is, is tightening the regulation to eliminate voter fraud. Right. Right? So just, and even more accurately so, the article should read, Georgia's bill uh, reducing opportunity for voter fraud because that's what this bill is all about. Correct. It's about uh, tightening in the uh, mail-in ballots. Mm-hmm. No excuse, eliminating the quote, no excuse absentee voting, meaning you actually have to have a reason to absentee vote. 
which requires someone to do more than opt out. Because remember all these states now that have an opt, you know, if, if you don't want to absentee vote, you have to check a box. Otherwise, we're automatically going to mail you a ballot. And so now Georgia's bill is if you want an absentee ballot, you've got to provide a reason why you cannot come to the polls. It requires more voter ID and uh, and they say creating obstacles for voters. True. No, it doesn't. It creates obstacles for voter fraud. No, Carter thinks this this past election was fraud free, the safest, securest election that's ever happened in Georgia. That's that's what he says. Yeah, that's what he says happened. Yeah. So, no, no, the voter restriction access, um, you know, that should have happened back in 76. Right. Right. Exactly. And we wouldn't be having to listen to him. <laughs> I don't know. Do you think maybe that Carter was president because we had a bunch of people voting that shouldn't be voting? Clearly, they voted for him. <laughs> that's evidence. They shouldn't be voting. That's an easy question. Ah, that's hilarious. Do you know who my, one of my favorite presidents was when I was growing up? That guy? Jimmy Carter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I actually bought his biography. He called him Peanut yeah. Man, where I'm from. <laughs> peanut Head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, you know, I was raised in that kind of household where the uh, nobody would have ever voted for Ford in my, because Carter ran against Gerald Ford, and nobody would have voted for, for Gerald Ford in my house. Oh, my goodness. My, we would have had, like, antimatter explosion or something. My family were... Southern Democrats, and I, I can remember some very strong language used about Mr. Carter. Really? Because I'm interested. What was their what was their opposition? To I Mr. have no Carter? idea. I wasn't old enough oh. to understand, but I, <laughs> I distinctly remember, the, you know, the kind of language they were using stuck with me. I understood that. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know why. Just in case you thought maybe that Congress was worthless and had no real reason for existence. I ha we have senators that are doing, engaging in the very, very important task of making sure daylight savings time becomes permanent. Because, you know, after all, we have to have, you know, the, 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 this is something that's really important. There's absolutely nothing more important for our senators to do than to tell us how to set our clocks. Can I give you a guarantee? Sure, please do. You will receive emails after those comments of how important of an issue this is. Oh, and my all God. The effects that, it, that daylight savings has. Promise. Guarantee. guarantee. I will forward them to you. No, please. I promise you. <laughs> please don't. Please don't. Please don't. You just don't understand, Chrisanne. Should I just explain myself in saying <laughs> nope. that the federal government has no authority to, to tell us time to control when the time. sun comes up <laughs> <laughs> to, to control time and to tell us what time the sun rises and what time the sun sets? Because it's pretty cyclic, guys. The sun is going to set at certain times of the year uh, during uh, at certain lengths. Here hour lengths of the day here it doesn't i don't care what time it is when it happens here's a novel thought god because again we miss senators. so many times we miss the big picture here's a novel thought you keep having to adjust this the clock and calendar and whatnot uh newsflash something's clearly wrong with the way we constructed clocks and calendars yeah they clearly don't work correctly. <laughs> well, they are they an, they are an artificial label of time, right? And that's just the bottom line is. But you know, the real purpose is not twenty four hours. It's twenty three and change. You know, as far as rotation. Yeah. Well, but you know, we started doing time before we could do decimal places. So now we're just stuck. saying. Yeah, but here's the point, guys. What are you gonna do? The Senate is taking your tax dollars and your tax time to introduce, debate, vote on a bill to tell you what time the sun rises and what time the sun sets. Because that's what it's all about. 
It's not about what time of the day it is. The whole thing is about what time the sun rises and what time the sun sets. And so it is infinitely important to our senators and your tax dollars for the Senate to be involved in such a eternally impactful consequence. Might I suggest you've spent already too much time on this topic? <laughs> oh, man. So here we go. The stimulus package is coming out. And I wanted to show you this. This First off, you guys have to know how infinitely offend, offended I am. They keep calling this Biden's COVID-19 relief bill. It's just, it, maybe it's more offensive to me right now because this is something that we're teaching at the River School of Government on how the, how the president has no authority on taxing and spending. And, and the true form of taxing and spending comes from the House alone. If that sounds strange to you, you need to go and be a part of Liberty First University and you need to take my class on the power of the purse because you'll need to understand that the spending is reserved to the house alone. But I wanted to show you this bill, JC, just so you can see this. Are you ready? The Democrats are describing this. Oh, why does Mac always have to bark when we're trying to start the show here? The Democrats describe this as the most progressive piece of legislation in American history. The most demo progressive demo domestic legislation in a generation, these groups are calling it. Bernie Sanders even says this is the most progressive bill he's ever seen passed since he's been here. But wait for it. Are you ready? Ocasio-Cortez says, sorry, not progressive enough because it didn't do the $15 an hour bill. So even, even the Hill is saying, you guys are screwing up because this is, the, this is the important part. Even the Democrats are not, even the Democrats are not as progressive as this bill is, and you're killing your own bill. And there you have it. Do you think it's going to die? Or are we going to get the most progressive bill we have ever seen in American history? Uh, no. No, we're not? No and no. Oh, no. we've had more progressive bills in American history? We will. Oh, I we mean, won't. there'll be more after this. Yeah. It's going to be interesting, guys. $60 billion in that bill. And no, I don't think it's most progressive ever. That's crazy. That, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, I mean what, what do you base that on? What are they basing that on? The, the amount of money spent? I mean, the things Trump, that it's spent on. Trump pretty much the, 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 beat that several the times. The progressive ideology and, and what they're calling the uh, Democrat wish list. That yeah. all the things that are going to be funded in there. It's like, oh, we have the purse strings now. Let's start going on a drunken sailor spending spree, right? So that's what this is all about. So our main article today. Investigators find coordinated plan amongst Oath Keeper Proud Boys on, a, on day of U.S. Capitol siege. You know what I found interesting about this, JC? You read this article too, right? Mm -hmm. What's interesting about this article is it doesn't actually show a coordinated plan between the Oath Keepers and the Proud Boys. It shows that it's alleged they both had a plan. Well, but amongst, it doesn't. Oh, it doesn't say between. It says amongst Oath Keepers, which could mean... First off, there's a poorly written article. Yes. But it could mean Oath Keepers had a plan. Proud Boys had a plan. Well, but doesn't, doesn't that make you imply believe they that work together? Well, I think it implies that. Yeah. I, well, they may be trying to imply that. They're trying to not imply that. Necessarily but necessarily what that. 
But that's the that's <laughs> the, like a multiple meaning, right? But isn't that the purpose of propaganda of to course. make people yeah, think no, something? It's a very because it's obviously not true by the facts that they yeah. coordinated together. Right. But they want you to believe that there mm -hmm. was this huge coordination. Massive conspiracy. Massive conspiracy. And then you also have, uh, what's that dude's name? I forget. Um, Ramps, is that his name? Ramps, I forget. Some uh, Democrat leader in the, uh, in the Democrat Party who is ticked off because... The FBI is refusing to carry forward the ideology that this was white supremacy, mm. right? And so the FBI investigators are saying that the whole idea that this is a white supremacist action never materialized. Those are, that's a direct quote from the FBI investigators that the idea that this was a white supremacist movement never materialized. And now there's going to be a independent investigation by the House of Representatives to investigate the FBI on why they're not finding that January 6th was a plot by white supremacists. Right. So. Well, all of their different, all of their different uh, cases are contradicting one another. Yeah. Which is spoken about in this article. Right. It undermines because the very notion that there was some planned, coordinated effort, which the investigators say uh, various members, uh, various people mm -hmm. who were members of Oath Keepers uh, were making plans over a, well, what they call making plans over a year ago, yeah. which is kind of absurd looking at what they say. Right. When you see in the article, you know, they're saying stuff like, Joe Biden gets elected. This is going to be in, in the end of it, and we better be ready to fight. That, that's yeah. not a plan to overthrow the government. No. That, that's that's well. Look at this. Even what they believe by, I would say, the messaging of the people supporting Joe Biden were saying that how they're going to target conservatives, which, which you know we see some semblance of that now. Then you had people legitimately fearing what their reality might be and right. hey you better be prepared that's the whole that's the whole thing about at least the oath keepers what it has been as an organization now uh you, you get people within the organization that can go off the rails and you got Stuart Rhodes apparently running around saying arrest people and all this crazy stuff so they get they get they get drawn they got drawn off in all this different things the uh anyway I won't go on all the names and movements but you know that that they they're they got these arrest powers and they're going to go up and drag these guys out and citizens arrest and whatever the hell they thought they were doing i like this but to, but to me it, to castigate every oath keeper and every the right, entire organization right. oh, paramilitary organization no 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 it's coordinated it's a, overthrow the government I mean, give me right break. it's not only it, it's an extremist group yeah right what a bunch of class here's trap. the thing Within this article, right, because the narrative is going to be always this, uh, that these people are a paramilitary group, that they are extremists, that they were engaging in insurrection, two extremist groups traveled to Washington. Uh, I, I, this was hilarious, this part right here, too. Uh, along with thousands of others, Trump supporters who weren't whipped into an impulsive frenzy by Donald Trump that day, officials say. Yeah, I don't think that's what they meant to say. But is this like what they said? It might be like right. the Freudian they, slip they thing there. They weren't whipped into a frenzy. They, yeah, no, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Donald Trump didn't whip anybody into a frenzy. Yeah, some illiterate wrote this article. But here's the thing, JC. Throughout the article, they alleged that this was planned a year in advance. So how, if it was planned a year in advance, did the words that Donald Trump say at the event have anything to do if they were planning yeah. it a year in advance? Uh, yeah, and that was my point. They're undermining their own narratives mm -hmm. with counter narratives. Yeah. It's all over the place. So how, how are you now you're prosecuting? They're trying to prosecute different folks for. Well, you're going to hear things that other things they're saying undermines. Yeah. 
their case. You're going to hear volumes of stuff from the U.S. Attorney's Office like this. This was not a simple march. This was an incredible attack on our institutions of government. Well, here's the thing. People, because we have this whole ideology that government is God, all of a sudden now the U.S. attorney working for the, F the Department of Justice, anything that he says must be truth. And then they'll say things like defense attorneys, and they'll use that term like they're spitting out some kind of vomit or poison. Defense attorneys said. And so what you need to understand is that the prosecutors have a purpose of finding a crime and convicting someone. It ain't, they Correct. make money by finding people, charging people and convicting people. And you want to make it fit the narrative. Yeah. So even in the, even in the article you see right there in the middle of the screen, it says 300, 300 people have been arrested. Proud Boys Oath Keepers are only a fraction of those. Fraction. I mean, so 300 is, First off, a small number relative to the tens of thousands of people who were there. Yes. Num number one. Number one. And then a small fraction of that small fraction, they say we're proud boys and oath keepers. However, the Justice Department is making the leaders and members of, of that small fraction the central focus of their investigation. Right. So this is about crafting and targeting their investigation, their prosecution to support a particular narrative to. And the narrative is. There are extremist, paramilitary, right-wing, anti-government organizations in America who are trying to coordinate the overthrow of the government. And so that's the narrative they're trying to build. So, so by making these handful of people the central figures and then painting it as some big masterminded, coordinated effort by radical right-wing paramilitary groups to overthrow the government, then this justifies all that mm -hmm. they will want to do, you know, that will follow this. It says uh, mounting evidence of advanced planning could also fuel Trump's and his supporters claim that the Republican former president did not incite the riot and therefore should not be liable for it. Defense attorneys have accused prosecutors of distorting their clients' words and actions to falsely portray the attack as premeditated, blah, blah, blah. Imagine that, the government and the media distorting words and actions to falsely portray something. Right. Yeah, you, you, you got an invite. I don't know if we mentioned this on another show, and you got an invitation from BuzzFeed, a BuzzFeed journalist, yeah. to do some interview and the question, you know, about, the question was about the Oath Keepers. Yeah. You know, you're featured on their channel. Do you you do you still support them after January 6th? What do you think of Stuart Rhodes after January 6th? Blah, blah, blah. And you were like, I, for, I don't represent the Oath Keepers. What does that have to do? I'm not even a me? member of the Oath Keepers. I told him maybe you should find a member of the Oath Keepers and ask them how they feel because I have no opinion either way. But look at this. You have the. the but we're also not going to turn and follow their narrative. Oath, right. Oath Keepers, some paramilitary right wing radical extremist right, group exactly. overthrow the country because that's not. That's you know, not true. Okay. You find some out of control knuckleheads that were overzealous and thought they were G.I. Joe. Okay, right. fine. But to castigate the entire organization as some sort of terrorist group, you you know, pack sands, you bunch of morons. So, it, people can see at least we see what they're doing. Right. You know, this is a sh this is theater. This is a charade. This is crafting the narrative to target people you don't like and and make up some freaking smokescreen uh, to support whatever your agenda is. So every member of the Oath Keepers is not a terrorist. I mean, what is Oath? They're talking about paramilitary. What is Oath Keepers? Right. Is it military, first responders, uh, you know, active duty and former military veterans saying, hey, I took an oath. I'm going to keep it. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter who it is. If the occasion arises that the government is turning against its own people, you know, we're going to stand in the gap. Th that's not being a terrorist or an extremist. That's being a freaking American. Right. Give me a break. Everybody should have that attitude. Right. I mean, the oath to the Constitution encapsulates the rule of law in this country. 
right. they don't like that. You're against that. So people mm -hmm. standing for the rule of law and constitutional principles are terrorists. Oh, you don't like the right to free speech. You don't like the right to peaceably assemble. You don't like due process. You don't like to be secure in your papers, houses and personal effects. You don't like to be able to confront your accusers. You don't like to be informed of the evidence. You don't like to be indefinitely detained without a trial. I mean, some those are radical notions and that we mm -hmm. want to stand and defend that we're <laughs> terrorists. What what is wrong with these people? This is what the people writing this article believes. So somebody taking an oath to that to say we're not just going to mouth it. We're going to stand for it. If somebody, you know, if, if, if even the government or some foreign interference or whatever turns violent against the people who believe in that, we're going to stand and, and, and do our best to protect them. Mm -hmm. We're terrorists. Now, watch this, though. Okay, so you have the prosecutor saying all of this, which now is what the media is mouthing. But you also have a judge who ordered the Proud Boys to uh, the one who's being held in custody, uh, ordered him to be released while he relate, uh, awaits trial, calling some of the evidence against him weak, to say the least. And here's the thing. The. Uh, term oath keeper, right? I just had this up here. Why does it always do this for me? What do you look for? I am looking for this. Um, so what this says is that the, pol pol the, um, the oath keepers are a loosely organized group of people who believe that they should keep their oath. Right. That's how this article describes the loosely organized group of extremists mm -hmm. who actively recruit current former military police and first responders who pledge to fulfill the oath to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. So you're actually a, an extremist group if you pledge to defend the Constitution against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Well, that means Congress is an organized extremist group. The presidency. Seriously, every, every person. police officer, every military. Every sheriff, every sheriff's deputy. Every, what I mean, don't mayors even take this oath? Yeah, I mean, there's variations on the oath, but every single so person who holds office takes an oath to defend, to protect and defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of their state. Yeah, so... So, so now, according to... That's extremist. According You're to AP, according to the media, and according to the prosecutors, who, by the way, are attorneys who took that oath. Correct. When you are an attorney and you are sworn in as an attorney in your state, you take an oath to support and defend the Constitution of the United States and the Constitution of your state. Against all enemies, foreign and domestic. Yeah. And domestic. Yeah. So... So that's very interesting. You also so, so apparently this is what they believe. So everything that I just talked about, mm -hmm. we're so basically you believe in American values, the rule of law, the Constitution, mm -hmm. liberty. You're an extremist, right? So right. what I, I I just I would like them to be honest. What what are the exact things that you reject? Freedom right. of speech, freedom of religion, freedom of assembly, freedom of conscience, petition. We know they reject the Second Amendment. We know they reject the right to keep and bear arms. Okay, no. that's 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 fairly clear. Well, unless Congress, it's them. Unless it's them. Congress rejects every limitation on their power. They don't have the authority delegated to them to manage our environments, our laws, our regulate no, our I, businesses. No, what I'm saying is, what is extreme? What what particular part are they saying is extreme? Right. The right. right to due process is that extreme, and we want to defend that right. That's right. extreme. Um, the right to be secure in your papers, person, papers, houses, and effects. They, 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 ha having to have a warrant—that's extreme. Yeah. No, They're no, no. Extremists? Freedom of speech and the right to peaceably assemble—that is extreme. That is extreme.
The last thing I wanted to cover in so this article. I like for him to make a list and just be clear. Just publish and say, these are the things we hate mm -hmm. about the Bill of Rights in the Constitution. Just make that list. Sign your name to oh, it. But, JC, do you remember the, the House Subcommittee on Communications and Technology said the First Amendment demands they regulate free speech? Right. Right? So they don't hate the Bill of Rights. They just they just think that it's extreme for us to believe that the Bill of Rights applies to us. I, I, wanna, I, I want to. I want. What I'm saying is, I want to make a declaration, put their name on it. Yeah. Okay. Because I'm tired of all the mixed signals. We're extremists. Right. Okay. If I'm an extremist, then aren't you an extremist as well? Because you you they they right. mouth they tell people that they believe the same thing. Right. You're telling people they they say they support. Freedom. They support liberty. They support the Constitution. They they support the Bill of Rights. Really? Then you're an extremist. You're saying yeah. so. You're saying if you promise to keep that oath, then that makes you extreme. So which is it? Which is it? So I'd like them to be clear. Publish a manifesto or something. Let the rest of us know very clearly where you stand. Stop, stop sending mixed mixed signals. So here's the last thing I wanted to point out in this article. Uh, apparently they seized a bunch of communications be of betwe between Stuart Rhodes and some of the other people that they're alleging are part of this crime and whatever. But it's but Stuart Rhodes is alleged to have said or written, right? Written. All I see, uh, all I see Trump doing is complaining. I see no intent by him to do anything. Well, that sort of undermines the claim that they moved because Donald Trump told them to move. Right. So the what, what happened to Trump supporters? That doesn't sound like a Trump supporter to me. No, it doesn't. So the Patriots are taking it into their own hands. They've had enough. He said in a signal message to the group around 1.40 p.m. Who says? Authorities. Authorities say. So this whole idea that your messages are secure and encrypted on signal and the government will not have access to them. Uh, hello, guys. The government is using a signal message retrieved from Stuart Rhodes' signal account. No doubt because Stuart Rhodes and the people he, were he was communicating with believed that the government couldn't get access to those messages. Well, what's interesting, yeah, so signal is not secure. None of that stuff's secure. I get so sick of people and their so-called secure communication apps and all this nonsense. Stop, stop, people, stop, stop. I, I got so many apps that everybody wants us to use this app, use that app. They are not secure. There is no such thing as a secure digital communications period. S just stop it. Uh, and, for, and, and, and knowing that, first off, okay, you may be uninformed by no fault of your own mm -hmm. that you think Signal is secure. But what kind of idiot thinks Facebook is secure? And you're posting, they're, they're posting all, here's what we're going to do and all this sort of stuff yeah. on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I just, I, I don't like to pile on people, but so many of these so-called patriots, you guys are idiots. I mean, idiots. When it comes to OPSEC <laughs> and communication security, I mean, idiots. What Here we have world? somebody who's now under investigation posted on his Facebook page. We are surging forward. Doors breached. In a Facebook message, another person received a Facebook message saying, all members are in the tunnels under the Capitol. Seal them in. Turn on the gas. <laughs> yeah. I seriously, this is, you think that now here's the thing, the signal thing. Let me show let And me, you're angry that, so you have to go ahead. I mean, this is the way you're operating, right? Okay. We don't succeed. You're going to jail. You're going to prison. You're going to be tried. You're going to be prosecuted. I mean, you know, so don't whine about that. You have because that, that ought to yourself. be yeah, that ought to be a given. You have waived your rights by publishing this on a public forum. It's just dumb. You have waived your rights. This will be used against you. You have no more. Let me let me put this clearly to you from a legal perspective. 
if you are posting something on a social media platform, you do not have an expectation of privacy. They don't need a warrant to get that, guys. You've made it public, okay? It's on a public platform. So don't tell me that. Don't go around but, doing all this stuff. But all that aside, now, when you look at the comments that they allegedly made, the stuff's pretty suspect to me, okay? Go, if you go back up. Uh, go back up to the initial comment where you were Oops, talking about what Mr. Rhodes, right there, uh, what he allegedly allegedly oh, was saying. Mm -hmm. uh, no, no, down here we are in. So notice how this is spoken or written. We are in the mezzanine, and and watch the pronouns. We are in the mezzanine. We are in the main dome right now. We are rocking it. They are throwing the throwing grenades they are frigging shooting people with paintballs but we are in here okay yeah. so but is a contradicting contradicting conjunction right yeah you, and you, they to say something opposite. are is a, are an outside identifying yeah. pronoun we is not the same as they right so he used we in the first two uh Three sentences. sentences, first three sentences, the second, second, uh, or the references after that, he says they are throwing the grenades, they are shooting people with paintballs. And then in contrast, the contrasting conjunction, but we are in here. So this seems to clearly separate two groups mm -hmm. uh and, and the different actions that they were that they were doing. So he doesn't, he's not commanding anybody to throw grenades. He's not commanding anybody to shoot people with paint. And first of all, it's paintballs, but shoot people with anything. Um, so at best he admitted to trespassing. Right. That's and it. Then, and, and now then we you have go just down, another app here. We're using Zello. Yeah. Right? You right. go, go down where Caldwell allegedly says, if we, if we'd had guns, this is what we call subjunctive mood. If we'd had guns, I guarantee we would have killed 100 politicians. It's not a command to kill 100 politicians. It's not saying we plan to kill politicians. In fact, it indicates they have no capability to do that. No they present don't have guns. ability because we they didn't said, bring. If, if we had guns, what does that mean? We had no guns. Was he saying that? <laughs> We Good thing no we didn't guns. because people were whipped up in such a frenzy that if, right. if, if, if we'd had guns, we would have killed uh, 100 politicians. Now, maybe there's more to the conversation, but that, that's not a clear indication of a desire to kill 100 politicians. I could say By the, the way, same statement and, and like, let's say the, the statement ahead of that would have said, man, people were whipped up like crazy. If we'd have had guns, I guarantee we would have killed 100, 100 politicians. Right? Right implying good thing we didn't right right because we didn't want we wouldn't want to do that and also it negates the premise that they were there for a to 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 culminate a year-long plan to overthrow the government right you forgot You're not, your guns you forgot your gun guys <laughs> you planned this for an entire year Oh, this is our 1776. Oh, oh but now, don't forget. You planned this for a whole year and you forgot your guns. Oh, but don't forget one guy uh, brought an axe handle disguised as a flag. So oh, he was going to yeah. take out the Secret Service yeah. with an axe handle. Yeah. So clearly their right-wing extreme is planning on overthrowing the government. Okay, either that is total bull hockey or these are the dumbest people on the planet. You're yeah. going to overthrow the government with a with an axe handle described as a disguised as a flag? Yeah. Okay. So you're supposed to believe all this crap. So even what they say they had, they have them say, to me is incredibly weak and unbelievably suspect. I, well, I, I mean, other than other than a court just ramrodding people under normal circumstances, it's hard to imagine somebody being convicted of any serious offense right. on this kind of crap. And I'm standing with the judge. This evidence is weak. To say the least. To say the least. Weak to say the least. Does it give the name of that judge? No, it didn't give the name of that judge. It so some federal judge. judge. Some federal judge said, no, this is stupid. This is about as stupidest thing I've ever seen. So there you have it, guys. That's the show for today. Learning how to apply your critical thinking skills to the propaganda that's coming your way. Remember, all this stuff coming from the prosecutors and from the government side is not fact. 
It is allegation that they want you to believe is true. When in reality, even the judges who work for the government, mind you, yeah. aren't even buying it. And there's no so. question. There will be people that are made examples of. Yes, and, absolutely. And the targeting the dragnet will continue. Um, but the whole the, purpose, JC, is to to create a, a chilling effect yeah, it's to get people to not assemble, to get people to not speak, to not talk about the Constitution, right. to not talk about liberty, to not talk about limited government, to not talk about government out of control. But I guarantee you, I promise you here today we will continue to teach on government out of control. We will continue to teach on the Constitution and the limits that it requires. We yep. will continue to call out politicians when they're violating our rights. We will continue to call out every aspect of government while it's violating our rights. We are not anti-government. We are anti-lawless government. It's not about the prosecutorial result. It's about the narrative. It's about yes. it's about this intimidation. And they want to the they turn becomes the punishment. And they want to turn people against each other. You yes. got to disavow that, disavow that. Like Stuart Rose, you know, and when they when they come after you, you, you know, the guy was implying you need to, you know, you disavow Stuart Rose, disavow the keepers, all this sort of stuff. Mm -hmm. and so, uh, you know, could we say uh, Stuart was a hothead and and you know, overzealous and what, and this is not advisable. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Is he a terrorist? No. Is Oath Keepers a terrorist group? No. No. And we're going to keep saying that. Are they right-wing extremists? No. no. Do they want to overthrow the government? No. no. Okay. So there you have it. But, uh, what it was a Buzzfeed. There's my statement. You have my statement. Uh, so go and run with it. I've made it public. We're, we are we do not endorse groups and we are not members of Oath Keepers. So if you want to know somebody's opinion about Oath Keepers, maybe you should ask somebody who's actually a member of Oath Keepers, see how their opinion has changed. But my opinion has not changed in the fact that they are not no. extremists. They are not trying to overthrow the government nope. and they are not radicals. And nor have we advocated violence or Never. overthrow ourselves. No. Nope. Um, I mean, but I do advocate self-defense. Yeah. And I've said very clearly, and I'll keep saying it. Now, now this they may think this makes me an extremist. Um, forced vaccination is not something I support. It's not something that happened is right. going to happen. And, not in our and house. And something like that was is imposed on my family. I will defend my family. So right. I don't want to overthrow anything. But that ain't happening. Um, overthrowing so. is is a you think self defense is a problem. Or whatever. Overthrowing is a proactive measure. Yeah. Keeping stay, stay someone from sticking me is a defensive measure. Right. So stay so in your lane. Stay in your lane. Right. All right. God bless you guys. We will see you tomorrow.